This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever had someone tell you that you had to forgive the person that hurt you? Maybe you grew up in church or different religious organizations that told you that you needed to forgive another person regardless if they hurt you or not, regardless of how it actually came across. And sometimes you're in a narcissistic, abusive relationship and someone's telling you to forgive that person and to get back together or to connect with them one more time or whatever it might be. Did you ever have that happen? I want to talk to you today about some aspects of forgiveness. The healing power of forgiveness when we're talking about narcissistic abuse recovery and how that actually looks. So let's lay the groundwork a little bit. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge at escapetoxicity.com. So check it out. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, then please subscribe. Hit that notification so you hear more, so you get notified when we go on different platforms, when we're having different things released, when we're doing live Q&As, because I'd love to be able to have you part of the community. Well, today when we're talking about this aspect about forgiveness, a lot of times it's like, hey, you need to forgive the person that hurt you. Like that person hurt you. They broke you down. They stole a lot of things from you. They destroyed you. And you're at that place where you're like, I can't forgive that person at all. Like, how does it even make sense to forgive that person? I shouldn't have to forgive that person. Why would that even be something that someone would say? Majority of times you just see it in religion of like, forgive, get back together, like sweep it under the rug, just move on. And those are the things that are enabling a lot of times abuse. So I want to talk to you today about this aspect of forgiveness and recovery, some of the challenges and some of the things that are going on with it and why. Okay, so when we talk about narcissistic abuse, narcissistic abuse brings up unforgivable things, brings up this high level of manipulation where you are manipulated to do certain things, to react certain ways, to submit to certain authority that is not healthy or helpful or loving or kind. This is where a lot of times we see this aspect of coercion or even marital rape, where there's different things that are happening in the relationship or in the marriage that are absolutely awful. But at that point, nobody cares because it's swept under the rug. It's hidden. It's manipulated. And typically, the narcissist is only about one thing, the narcissist. They don't care about you. They don't care about how you feel. They don't care about what you think. They don't care about your opinions or emotions or anything like that. They care about what they get from you. And that type of abuse, being so selfish and being so self-centered, is extremely hard to be able to have any type of healing from. This is why people get stuck in the aspect of a trauma bond for a long period of time. They get stuck wondering, how do I actually get free over and over and over again? And they get stuck in this cycle of emotional abuse back and forth, of these rage moments and then nice moments and up and down and up and down where the person's attacking them, gaslighting them, lying, hurting, cheating, stealing. And a lot of times it produces this cognitive dissonance where you're hurt and you're abused by your partner. 
Maybe he's saying that he loves you, but he's still belittling you. Maybe he's saying he cares about you, but he's still texting other women. He's still cheating on you. And this cognitive distance produces this this crazy effect that makes you feel like you're insane sometimes. Being like, well, I I guess I shouldn't say anything because he says one thing when in reality, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about anybody else, just himself. So in talking through this, how do you even forgive some of the things that have happened? How do you forgive some of the things that have been happening in the relationship? Well, let's talk about forgiveness for a second, okay? Because I think there's this myth a lot of times when we talk about forgiveness and it's tied directly to Christianity and it's tied directly to organizations that have built stuff about a gospel and built stuff about uh, God. And a lot of that is like you need to forgive a person and fix it. Like, just just forgive them, hug it out, let's get back into it, continue life like nothing ever happened. A lot of generations have done that for a long period of time. Now, is there an aspect in Christianity that you should forgive a person? Yeah, absolutely. But there's also an aspect that you shouldn't be stuck in a relationship that continues to abuse you and not do something about it, aka get free, get out, go no contact. You need to understand this concept that forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. Just because you say you forgive a person or because you go through this aspect of forgiving does not mean that you need to have contact with that person. This is the part that churches and pastors and Christianity get very confused a lot of times because what they want to say is you need to forgive the person and get back together with them. You need to forgive the person and give them one more try. But they're not the ones living at home and seeing you constantly get abused, belittled and shamed and devalued and lied to. But instead, a lot of times they're like, well, you should stick with that person. You should do the right thing. And a lot of times these institutions are just enabling and creating more abusive relationships because they're unwilling to actually take a stand for how that person is treating you. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this situation, a lot of times you're told, that's what you need to feel. You need to be able to move past it. You need to be able to respect that person while they're disrespecting you. You need to be able to love that person while they're hurting you. And there's no aspect of like where you need to be in a relationship that is continually being abusive and misleading and misguiding other people into believing that they're faithful when they're not, that they're kind when they're not, that they're loving when they're not. That forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. What that forgiveness actually is, is this idea of letting go. Releasing the emotional tie, of releasing the obligation, of releasing these different aspects that keep you stuck in the moment. Some of this aspect is along the lines of bitterness, anger, frustration, like holding on to these different emotions about and directed towards that person being like, you know what, I'm going to let go of that. I'm going to release that. Now, this is the part where people normally get stuck. This is the part where people get frustrated because they're like, but that means that they're getting away with it. 
you're not the person that's enforcing it. If you believe in a God and you believe in forgiveness and you're struggling with the concept, then you're not the person that's supposed to be judging them. You can't. You're the only person that can judge you. You're the only person that can work on you, period. thing you have to understand is you're letting go of negative feelings, resentments, bitterness. This is the actual concept here. You're releasing the emotional grip that he has on you. Did you hear that? You're releasing the emotional grip that he has on you. This indicates, and the idea here is he's no, you're no longer captive to that person. Some people are like, but I got to make sure I do this. I got to make sure they understand this. I got to make sure you're still trapped. This is why a lot of people that we talk to that are getting out of relationships or have been out of relationships for two months or two years are still at the place where they're trapped, where they're struggling, where they feel stuck. They're not stuck physically because they're out of the relationship, but they're stuck mentally. They're stuck, uh, stuck emotionally. Like they're stuck still thinking, pining, ruminating over this person. And they're not getting their healing at all. And a lot of times this happens when we talk about this aspect of forgiveness and people that are refusing to do it. Now, forgiveness is not saying, hey, I accept everything that you've done. I, I give you a blank check. Like this looks like the best thing ever. You're not giving a stamp of approval. You're releasing yourself from them had a person a while back that was struggling with this concept and she was going through this and it was just eating her up. And I was working her one-on-one -on -one for a little bit and then she fell off and, and didn't hear back for, for a good while, but it was like eating her up. She was like, I just want them to pay. Like they hurt me so bad. She was at the point where she wanted revenge. She wanted to go do different things and she couldn't see what it was doing to her. It was slowly killing her. Not the narcissist. He'd moved on. He doesn't care. But her consumption with like, I have to be able to do this. I have to be able to get him to understand. I have to be able to justify this. I have to. And all these thoughts kept her emotionally bonded to that person. And she was not willing to let go at that point. She was unwilling to release her grip on that other person. This is why a lot of times we partner with people to help them actually process and move forward. It's not about, hey, you need to change this. Or, hey, you need to go no contact. or Hey, you need to work on this. It's helping you get to the truth of the situation and help you get free. You see, when we talk about forgiveness, forgiveness is for you and for your growth. It's not about their freedom. It's about your freedom. It's about you getting free because you're trapped. You're hurting and oftentimes people are unwilling to heal themselves because they're too focused on the other person. You have to understand the narcissist is unwilling to work on themselves. They're not being honest. They're not being faithful. They're not being truthful, loving, kind, anything like that. And when you stay stuck in that moment, holding on to those things and not letting go of that emotional bond that's connected there, you're doing the narcissist's job for them. You're staying stuck. You're staying subdued for them. Like they're the ones that controlled you for so long, keeping you isolated. Now you're doing their job. You're keeping yourself stuck. And the thing is, no matter how stuck you feel, you don't have to be.
No matter how hard this feels, like you can't get out, like you don't know what is right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down, what to be able to do, that is not something that you were resigned to do forever. I say that from experience because we've been working over the past year or two to help people get free from narcissistic abuse. I'm on the channel as a self-aware narcissist helping people get away from people like me. I know how they think. I know how they respond. I know how they react. I know what you do that makes them continue to move forward with that. And so we've developed different tools, different things to be able to help you get to the place where you can be free, clear, mentally, emotionally. We'd love to talk to you today to be able to help you on your journey, to be able to answer questions, whatever it might be. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to uh, partner with you in your healing journey to help you move forward in that healing, that growth, and that change.